All right, yeah, the the Portland Trailblazers on the road. Their record is one and ten. All right, they're eleven and fourteen overall. They've won one road game, one away game. Um, what do you think is the reason for them only winning one game on the road? Because I have my ideas, but one road win, one. I feel like with Portland, they've always been that home team. Uh, I think the whole Portland era with Dame and CJ, they've always been like that, but you can't, it's too hard to look past everything that we've been hearing drama wise going on in Portland. Yep. Actually just got the update. So they just fire. Obviously we'll talk about how Dame wants Ben Simmons and all that, but I just actually got an update how, um, more drama going on in Portland. They fired their GM. Mm-hmm. What's your GM's uh, name again? Uh, it was something Oleshi or okay. It's a weird last name. Um, but anyway, so they fired their GM, and the GM candidates that they're looking at are refusing to extend Dame after this year. I saw. I don't blame wants, it. He wants a two-year, hundred seven million dollar extension, and nobody's nobody wants to touch that. Oh, why would you? I mean, he's a point guard. But let's be honest, Dame Lillard is a point guard that can uh, – a phenomenal offensive talent. Let's not disrespect Dame at all for his ability offensively. The dude is just about as good of his offensive player as at the point guard position as the NBA has ever seen. I think he's been overshadowed the last four or five years in the NBA in terms of his offensive talent and overall popularity because of Stephen Curry. He plays a lot. Kind of like he he shoots the ball from really really deep range. They have there's a similar play there's style. the comparisons. Like he's a point guard that shoots the ball from really really deep range. All right, I'm looking at statistics here, okay, and I'm seeing that the Blazers are 11 and 14, one and 10 on the road. And you know what I see immediately that the Blazers that the Blazers are bad at. They give up the fourth most points in the NBA. They give up the fourth most points in the NBA. And I think throughout Dame's career, we've seen the big shots, obviously, the step back over Paul George, uh, PG saying, that's not a good shot. And Dame said, oh, I made it anyway. You know, and then obviously Dame hitting his game winner in against the Houston Rockets back in 2014 that kind of jumped up his career in terms of being a clutch player and a big-name player. Um, the dude really – he hasn't done a whole lot in terms of winning no. games and making progress team-wise. A lot of individual success, but um, there was an article, there was a release yesterday saying that a lot of Portland struggles of not being able to actually make be consistent in the Western Conference over the years falls on Dame's shoulders for being such a lackluster defender. Yeah, he... Uh... <clears throat> We were talking about it the other day. What is he ranked in the NBA defensively? He's uh, bad. he's close to dead last yeah, in terms of his say, defensive like ratings and win shares. I'm yep. sure it's mm-hmm. dude, it's yep. bad. And it's like we talked about it in the last episode though. It's hard to win. Portland screwed themselves. They should have blown this up years and years ago. It they uh yeah Dame that whole situation and it's just funny too because like. He, uh, I saw he quoted a tweet saying that like uh, people love this drama stuff. It's like, yeah. dude, you're 
it's kind of ties into what we were just talking about LA. Ever since Dame's been around, that dude's just, just and drama. like I saw that he said that you know people love the drama. And I mean, people do love drama. Let's be honest. Yeah. We're living in 2021. People yeah. love drama. They see, they love seeing stuff that is gonna make them go, "Oh, what's going on?" Um, Portland, I think, is different. Uh, Portland, this this situation, we've heard whispers out of Portland about is it time to really team up? We've we've heard it for four years, all right. And I I remember four years ago, an account on Twitter. Um, which I follow, a very, very knowledgeable NBA account, Hardwood, um, I think it's like called Paroxysm or something like that. I don't know how to pronounce it. But anyways, they pretty much said that this Portland, when Portland made the Western Conference Finals after they beat the Nuggets in seven at Denver um, and then went to the Western Conference Finals and inevitably got swept by the Warriors, who, by the way, didn't have Klay Thompson that series. It was Steph and Draymond that whole series. Uh, and I think KD or whatever, it might even have been the year KD was injured and he might have not even have played in the, in the Western conference finals. Regardless, they got swept for nothing. And people were saying like the Portland, people were already saying Portland needed a blow up the year prior. And when they made the Western conference finals, uh, a lot of like people that had NBA knowledge were saying, this kind of hurts Portland because now Portland's made the Western conference finals. All right, they made the Western Conference Finals, but how good are they? Because they made it, but you're getting swept in the Western Conference Finals. Like, they still have such a long way to go. Yeah. And unfortunately, that berth in the Western Conference Finals kind of forced their hand to re-sign the guys they had, bring CJ back. Yeah, you can't give blow Dame it that up. contract, and they didn't blow it up, and they've been running it back for like. They've just been running the back with that same group, that same kind of core of guys for years. And nothing, they've made zero progress. They haven't made any progress in their roster in so many years. And I think a lot of it falls, unfortunately, on Damian Lillard and his, he's just such a, it's not even, I don't even know if he's a bad defender. It's just he's not motivated to play defense. He doesn't sprint back in transition, he doesn't scramble defensively. Guards get by him with such ease that make big guys scramble on the uh, in the half court defense, and he's only six what he's six two. Probably he's not six a big two, guard, six, and not only is he not a big guard, when you're in a backcourt that you start Damian Lillard, you start C.J. McCollum, and you start Norman Powell. All right, those are your three wings. Your best your your best backcourt your tallest backcourt defender is six four Norman Powell. Like, you're gonna get dominated. Yeah. You're gonna get dominated. You know, like it's just wild. But speaking about um rebuilding and stuff, did you see the news today about the Pacers? I haven't seen that. I haven't they, beat that uh, yet. Yeah, so uh <clears throat> Indiana, they moving on. They publicly said that they're they're willing to trade and rebuild. They'll trade Karis Levert for sure. And then one of Miles Turner or DeMontis Sabonis. What do you what do you think they're like to me, like I get it, because like they're in the same boat. Like Sabonis is a dog, but right. like a team with him being your best player, I don't think you're you're gonna ever do anything. But at the same time, like that's a young squad. It is. You know, that's a young squad. So like why do you think they're just just so like just ready to 
blow it all up. But it also could be a good thing, you know, because maybe yeah. they realize. Well, I think the thing with Indiana is, and like you said, maybe they realize is you said it, a team with DeMontis Sabonis as your best player. Um, now you can probably arguably name 20 players in the NBA just off the top of my head. You could probably name 20 guys that are more impactful than him and more like influence wins and affect the outcome of games more than DeMontis Sabonis. Uh, the Pacers obviously have been known as a solid, they've been a solid yeah, basketball team in the Eastern Conference. The Pacers, they, like with the team they have now, they're, they're for sure it's anywhere six probably, to eight. Yeah, I mean, year. and not even six to eight. I mean, they're 10 and 16 right now, sitting at the 13th seed. They are three and a half games back from the playoffs right now. The Hawks are 10th. So I think that's part of the thing. Like, they've got a good, solid squad to compete, that can compete on any given day. But, and it's the thing in, in professional sports that a lot of teams do too often. Um, and we were just talking about it with Portland. A lot of teams do this too often. They fall in love with, oh, we need to build around this franchise guy because he's been here. We need to build around this dude because he's been here. And then, you know, to use a to use a term that's not used often, they you get stuck in this purgatory where you're winning the same amount it's of games. Where you're winning the same amount of games for so many years, making zero progress. God damn it, that was a great word. <laughs> you're winning. You're winning forty to forty-five games every year, getting the sixth to seventh seed in the East and getting swept in the first round. I mean, if you're Indiana, let's be real. If you're Indiana, you're the GM, you're the owner, whatever it is, you're the coach, and you're looking at your roster, that team's, you, you're, that team's not going anywhere. No. They don't, you know, like, they're not going anywhere. They were really, they were really, really good in the bubble. Uh, they were the four seed going into the bubble, and it was like DeMontis was playing phenomenal. Obviously, they had Miles Turner. They had Malcolm Brogdon was playing good ball. And in the bubble, they got swept by the Heat. You know, yeah. like, I mean, and it's... Like, if you're if you're a team in the East in the playoffs, like, the Pacers are one of the teams you want to play, you know? Like, that's a team you see and you're like, yeah. okay, let, let's rock. Because, like, the, the other thing with the NBA is, you know, a lot of teams, I think, in the Pacers are one of those teams that, with the talent and makeup of the roster, I think a lot of those guys are playing hard every single night. Because they don't have top upper echelon talent in the league, so when you get to the playoffs, when everyone's playing hard, they just they've never they've never looked good in the playoffs. And I think their general manager he's being smart. You know, it might piss Pacers fans off, but like your goal in professional sports, let's be honest, your goal isn't to win. Your goal isn't to make the playoffs. Or your goal is never to make the playoffs. Your goal is never to win 45 games, 40 games. Like, If you're playing sports in professional league to make the playoffs, you're playing it for the wrong reason. The truth is the game's adjusted. The game's changed, all right? You, don't, you really can't build your team through rookie drafts anymore. The best teams trade for players. They acquire players through free agency. And... If they want to blow it up and try to get a pick this year, or they want to blow it up and then maybe try to trade a player for a bunch of picks or trade DeMontis and a bunch of picks for another player that's maybe better than DeMontis, I don't see what's wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, you're not you're not going anywhere with the makeup of your roster. Like, like you're I not. said, it, it was kind of wild. 
but at the same time, like, I get it. Yeah, you, like, you have to get it. Because you don't want to be like the Blazers are. You don't want to be stuck in that spot where you're just running it back. It's been, like, since we were – I remember we were in sixth grade, Mike. We were in sixth grade. Not sixth grade. Eighth grade. We were in eighth grade, and we went. We were at D.C. When Dame hit that when shot. When Dame hit that shot against Houston to take them to the uh, – Western Conference, I think it was the semifinals. It was the first round win. They won in six against the Rockets, all right? And, like, since then, that was 20, what, 13, 20, maybe 2014? 2013 or 14. Like, it was eight years ago. And have they made any progress since then? Like, have they gotten any better since then? That team. They've made it farther since then. I was going to say, I mean, technically, like, yeah, but, like. But, like, they've made it farther since then, but is it, like. Is it the randomness of the NBA? Like, it's not a consistent, it's not a consistent, like, proven way to win games yeah. with what they've been doing. Like, I just don't think it is. And I think it's the same thing with Indiana. And as far as I'm concerned, I know a lot of, maybe a lot of folks might hate that a team is thinking about, oh, blowing it up in the middle of the season and tanking. But at the end of the day, it's a business. You got to do what you got to do. Would you rather. Like, do you want to win games, 30 games, just to keep some fans happy and not make the playoffs, or would you rather win only 20 games and get a good – like, you know, like – Hey, I had to I had to suck it up when the Hornets did that with Kemba. You got to do it sooner or later. Like, I mean, at some, at some point in time, teams know that with – you just got to – sometimes you got to tank through picks. And franchises like Indiana that know they can't – Indiana's never going to be a place with the talent they have now, especially. Indiana's never going to be a place that's going to sign a big free agent. You have to get a pick to try yeah. to get a guy, an actual franchise changer there. Because if you don't, they're not going anywhere. You're not making any progress with Sabonis and whoever else they have out there. Mm-hmm. No, like I said, I agree. I understood when I saw it. I just thought it was kind of wild because it was unexpected. Because you never hear anything no. drama-wise coming from Indiana. Indiana. You never do. It's different, you know. Indiana's one of those places like uh, – I'm trying to think what, what they're like. But Indiana's just kind of – they've always floated under the – even when they were really good with Paul George and Hibbert and David West and Stevenson, uh, George Hill, years ago when they were playing the Heatles. Yeah. Nobody was really talking about them. Because it's like... It's just Indiana. It's man. Indiana, man. It's Indiana, you know? Like, nobody... Small and they were market. they were really good. They were really good. But at the same time, they were good. But unfortunately, LeBron was there. And, they had to play. And I think they kind of... They kind of messed up. And I know he kind of wanted out. But Paul George was probably the closest you were ever going to get in the next 15 years to the guy that is going to be good enough... <laughs> To take you to the NBA Let, Finals. Let's not sleep on my man's Danny Granger, though. Stop it. Mike. Granger was a bucket before Granger, he got hurt. Granger was good. Granger was good. I'll give you that. Granger was a bucket before he got hurt. Paul George is probably – Paul George is the best player they've had since Reggie Miller. Well, yeah, but Danny Granger was a dog. But have any of those players taken you anywhere? Like, maybe this is what Indiana's seeing, where like, you don't – you just can't ride it out too long. Yeah, you no, can't ride it out too long. You can't fall in love with it's a it's a business. You can't fall in love with 
guys just because they're on your team. You can't. You just can't. You can't anymore because at the end of the day, the the result is to win games. And I mean, if you're gonna be stubborn and not, if you're gonna be stubborn and not trade a certain player or sign somebody and make adjustments like the Blazers, you're gonna be stuck in the same spot you are for a certain amount of years. You know, like. The NBA is a business at the end of the day. These guys are getting play, paid millions of dollars to play basketball. Like, if a dude's not giving you what you think he's giving you, if you don't think a dude's going to take you to the certain spot, trade him. And it's the executive's job to win games and it bring is. in the people that are going to do that. Because they got, at the end of the day, they got a job to do too. <clears throat> they do. But that, that's all we got for you guys today. We appreciate you tuning in and be ready for the next one coming at you. We'll be back, baby. We're just getting started. Hope you enjoy it.